you could have all the winners in the world, but if you don't have nobody to give them to, your games don't mean nothing. Right. So, you know, I love when a guy calls himself the GOAT. <laughs> Last time I checked, Sean, somebody gives you the name the GOAT. Is, yeah. that, is that not true? Or No, it is. You can't self-proclaim that. No, they claim to be GOATs, but what they're like is WOATs, the, the worst of all time, or a, <laughs> or a coat, a corniest of all time. <laughs> We are back on the Digital Social Hour. Got a Vegas legend with us in the building today, Steve Stevens. Yes, sir. What's going on, brother? Got the drip on today, man. Oh, just something light, man. A little daytime piece, you know what I mean? Iced out. With, <laughs> got the Louis and the sneakers. All right. You got to stay clean. You got to stay focused. You yeah. know what I mean? You look good, feel good. You make money, right? Oh, yeah. What, what you been working on lately, man? Man, as you know, uh, right now it's uh, football season. So college football, NFL's in full effect. You know, unlike any other time of the year, Everybody comes out to bet football. Right. Grandma, grandpa, the valet parker, the chef, the fucking everybody you could think of loves to watch football and, and, and bet. Yeah. You've been betting for what, 20, 25 years? Man, I've been betting since I was 12 years old. Damn. I used to go into, uh, you know, Arizona Charlie's? No. Uh, it's a little hotel over there on Decatur. We used to go in there 11, 12 years old, put in bets, and they used to have the 99 cent buffet too. So we go in there and tear <laughs> that That sounds shit. amazing. Yeah, because, you know, I come from nothing, brother. You know, I lived in North Las Vegas, you yeah. know, streets, grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood. And, yeah. You know, gave me a little game, though. Made me who I am today. I love yeah, it. Got that street cred. I yeah. mean, it's impressive that you're in the betting game that long because most people fizzle out. Oh, 100%. You know, one thing you got to understand about my industry, man, is it's so saturated now. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I, I agree with the people when they tell you that they don't know who's real and, and who's fake because it's very hard to tell. Yeah. You got thousands of people Claiming to be handicappers these days. Absolutely. How'd you, you know, get your nickname, Bookie Killer? The Bookie Killer, baby. That's what I They don't call me <laughs> Bookie Killer for nothing, you know? So, you know, it, it is what it is. We're grinding, new season, you know. Uh, this should be one of the biggest sports betting years, you know, in, in history as far as volume. Yeah. You know, I used to always, you know, promote the legalization of, of sports betting. Yeah. Here we are, fast forward it. We got dozens of states legal now, you know, so. Yeah, it's looking good, man. Might be federally legal one day. I don't, I don't know if it – I mean, it should be. Like I said, I always said marijuana and sports betting. Yeah. People are going to do it anyway. Why not tax it, build some schools, make some roads, and stop <laughs> charging me so much money tax. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so what's the, what's the like, business model like? Because you run – like, I want to learn more about the way you operate. What about, like, VIP sports? Yeah. As far as, like, as far as what's concerned? Like, with the clients? or Like, like what, you, do you charge for – do you sell your picks? Yeah, obviously I have different levels of service that we sell. You know, I sell my picks. You know, you got, uh, you know, depending on what people, you know, are betting per game, whether you're looking to build somebody a bankroll, you got a big-time player, you know, whatever it is, yeah. we adjust to, you know, what they're doing. But mainly we sell a, a weekly package. Okay. Because, I mean, you know as well as I do, one game don't mean Right. I mean, you could pick a winner. My 12-year-old could pick a winner. Yeah. What I like to do is get a, a client with us for a week so they could actually see, you know, six, seven games and, you know, how good we really are. Because yeah. Anybody, you know, can be whoever they want over the phone, but, you know, proof's in the pudding. Absolutely. You know, so. so do you know, like, your win percentages and stuff over Right time? now on my personal plays, I've been hitting 74.3% the entire year. That's high. Absolutely. Well, also, you know, I don't play three games a day, brother. Right. That's, that's the biggest misconception, you know, in my industry. Everybody out there, they're betting a game in the morning. They're betting a game in the afternoon. They lose a game. They're betting another game. The guys are going into something that they're not even prepared to do. Yeah. The formula for success in sports betting, money management, and discipline. Yeah. A game a day, not every day, and the same amount of money on every game. Right. I mean, what do you look like? Like, let's say you bet three games, Sean. One at 300, one at 900, and one at 50 bucks. 
you only win the game for 50 bucks, you're yeah. <laughs> However, if you bet five across the board and you had one win and two losses, you lose one unit, 500 right. bucks. Yeah, that makes sense. You keep the same size for each bet. Absolutely. You don't have to vary it. You got to treat it like a business. You yeah. know, so many people get tied up in the excitement of it, betting with their hearts, going to the sports book, eating hot dogs and drinking beers. I treat it as a business. I'm looking to make money. Absolutely. I don't give a who wins the game as long as they cover the spread. <laughs> so without win percentage, you got to be banned from every casino. No, absolutely not. Really? It, it, that's what I used to, you know, I've been banned uh, from the Palms uh, when the Fertitas owned it. Uh, when it was Cantor, but that was the only uh, book I've ever been banned for. Uh, you know, a lot of people lie to you. Uh, you know, a lot of guys in my industry are scam. Oh, I'm banned. I'm this, that, and the other. With people like, you know, the Circa and all these new big casinos opened up, bro, they, yeah. they'll let your nuts hang. You want to come in and bet 500000 on an NFL game? Bring it in. <laughs> I like that Circa Sportsbook, man. It's impressive. It's dope. That's uh, where I'm filming my uh, new show, The Million Dollar Weekend. I got all access over there. So oh, sick. They're letting us do whatever we want over there. It's awesome. So what's the most you've like won in a year, I guess? In a year of sports betting? Yeah. Oh, millions. You serious? Every year. In a year? <laughs> in, in, betting on sports? You can Absolutely. make a full-time living off this. Oh, my God. 100, this is what made me a multimillionaire. Well, you, yeah. You know what you're doing. But like the people you're coaching. Oh, you were asking me what's the most a client has ever made? Yeah. Well, you'll see a lot of that in the Million Dollar Weekend. I've made clients millions as well. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, am I making a guy that's betting uh, $5,000 a game uh, a million in a season? No. Right. I'm not going to lie to you. And anyone that says they do, they're lying to. Yeah. Because, you know, you can't play that many games. But, uh, you know, we, we average my personal plays. You know, I, I try to average about four units a week. Okay. You know, I'm not trying to, 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 to pick up 14, 15 units. I'm trying to pick up four units a week. So a guy that's, you know, betting $2,000 a game picks up between eight and 10000 And, you know, it's all about making a second income, yeah, brother. That adds up. Yeah, if you can do this on the side, make a few thousand, that, that could change some lives. Yes, and like, for instance, when I have a bad week, I mean, in my industry, you got these guys advertising, I'm 100 and 0, I'm 130 and 0. all the time. You know, anybody that says they don't lose is a liar. Yeah. Make sure you look at them in the face when they tell you that. That way you know what they look like when they're lying to you. It's so easy to fake it, too, on Instagram. 100%. So, you know, like with me on a bad week, it's a break even, maybe lose a little bit of juice, maybe one unit on a bad week. Yeah. But three out of four weeks, I mean, I have bad days. I have a bad week, but I never have a bad month. Nice. Ever. So you got really good sources. Well, yeah. And, you know, well, I'm the source. You know, right. what I have is a good team of guys as far as salesmen on the phone. Because, look, man, you could have the, 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 uh, the best winning percentage, you could have all the winners in the world, but if you don't have nobody to give them to, your games don't mean nothing. Right. So, you know, you have to have a good team behind you, uh, and in this industry, it's very tough because you got to understand, uh, you know, I don't want to call out any names or, you know, disrespect your podcast, but, you know, these guys out there that claim to be world I love when a, I love when a guy calls himself the GOAT. <laughs> Last time I checked, Sean, somebody gives you the name the GOAT. Is, yeah. that, is that not true? Or? No, it is. You can't self-proclaim that. No, they claim to be GOATs, but what they're like is WOTs, the, the worst of all time, or a, or a coat, a corny, corniest of all time. You know what I mean? So, But, you know, we just grind hard. You know, I, I bust my ass to, you know, deal with, you know, dealing with the biggest sports bettors in the world. You got, I mean, you've had these people on your show. The rich are the rich, you know, when they win, it's okay. And when they lose, it's you, you right. know, so they're, they're in it for the moment. You know, these guys want to see money and they want to see results. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't show these guys results, they'll leave you quick. Yeah. How do you feel about parlays? Cause I hear the odds on those are terrible. Well, one thing about me and I always preach, you know, parlays are for suckers, right. you know, it's just like everyone that's 
putting in a parlay is just looking for a come up. You know, like you only have $20 in your pocket, so you're going to bet a four or five team. Mm-hmm. It's hard enough to win one game, let alone four or five. I mean, right. do, do people hit parlays? Yeah, all the time. I've hit, I've hit six-figure parlays several times. But the only time that I suggest that you do a parlay is either towards the end of the week or at the end of the week if you've had a successful week mm-hmm. and you, like, let's say you're betting $1,000 a game for small guys. Yeah. You're up five Gs for the week, right? And you're going into Sunday. You could f- off 500 right. on a parlay. Some fun and take, money. Yeah, to take yeah. a shot of picking up four, five, six thousand. Yeah. But yeah, can you live off parlays? Not no, but. Yeah, there's some people that only do parlays. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, and those people claim to be millionaires and they live in a one bedroom apartment with a rent. <laughs> people don't think they could. You could just look up their house these days. It's pretty easy. It's a facade. And like I said, like these guys claim to be this, that, and the other. They're living in rental houses. Yeah. You know, these guys are all these fake posts, using other people's money, acting like it's theirs. They're going to the point these days, Sean, where they're putting, they're, they're printing fake tickets, bro. Jeez. I mean, the game is so saturated, it's insane. That's yeah. why I say these guys are skeptical. I understand why. Yeah. Skepticism is a sign of intelligence. If they weren't skeptical, I'd probably think something was wrong with them. Yeah. I mean, the one thing you got on your side is a great track record. These, these people are popping up left and right, but they haven't been around for as long as you have. No, nobody's been wrong. I got into this game, you know, 29 years ago. Uh, when I got into the game, there was big, you're probably too young. It was like, I Wayne, wasn't even born yet. Yeah, Wayne Root, Jim Feist. These were the biggest guys in the game. And I, I basically, you know, took them down, you know, monopolized the game, took their salesmen, got mm-hmm. their leads, and basically took over, you know, on, on some street. Wow. And I used my street hustle to get, oh, yeah? you know what I mean? Okay, so, okay. Because, you know, I was in telemarketing my entire life, and uh, I worked for a company when I was 17 years old. Uh, it was one in five promotions, and the company actually got in trouble and got raided. I actually uh, went to jail for it. I did prison time for it at 18 years old, yeah, because I wouldn't snitch on the owner. And wow. How long? 18 months I did in the feds. What was that like? That was, yeah, it, it was cool. I mean, <laughs> at the time, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I was pretty thugged out at 18 years old, you know, running the streets and stuff like that. So it didn't bother me too much. But if I had to go in that right now, <laughs> I'm too old for that, Sean. I yeah. couldn't handle it. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I could, no doubt about it, but I don't want to. Yeah, that's a whole different life. Um, right. You ever have any crazy win streaks that you remember? Yeah. Uh, actually, last year, uh, baseball, 24-2 and two run. Damn. 24-2 and two run, yeah. Was- and th- that's another thing that, you know, we need to discuss. You know, any, like, guys in my industry, like, for instance, let's say you were looking for a professional to get games from, right? Yeah. Anybody that gives you a minus 200, or a minus 300, do you think you need their f-ing help for a game like that? <laughs> it's an absolute joke and embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Vegas obvious, Dave right? used to do all the time. Take uh, this team money line minus 350. You got to put up $350 to win 100. Yeah, it doesn't seem worth it, right? When I was on my, my run, it was all made, uh, even money and underdog value. Mm. See, in baseball, uh, isn't like football. You know, you could hit 60% in MLB, but with the underdog value, it equates to 75, 76%. Wow. Because you get a, you know, when you're betting football, it's minus $1.10. Mm. You know what that means? The lot, like, for instance, Cowboys versus San Francisco, the yeah. line is minus six, okay. minus $1.10. So either way, that's how the bookie makes money. Uh, so no matter what side you bet, it's $110 to win 10. I mean, to win 100. $110 to win 100. Got it. So they so, keep 10 bucks? Correct. I mean, right. if you win, obviously you don't. Right. You know, that's why I say uh, you don't pay juice on winners. <laughs> but yeah, 100%. What do you like uh, sports wise? What are like your best sports to bet on? Without any shadow of a doubt, uh, college football, 
college basketball, uh, and my first period hockey's, man, I, I've broke world records. First period, not the first, whole game. First period totals. Uh, I went on a 27 and, and, and four run just last year in hockey alone. Man. First period totals. Why are you so good at the first period? I just, <laughs> you you got to follow these trends and these stats. There are certain teams that just they score a lot. And see, that's one of the reasons why a lot of people need a professional because people don't even know what uh, you know first period over under is. Right. First period total. Just like a lot of people in baseball, right? A lot of people have been betting baseball lately and the team that they bet is winning the entire game, and they lose at the end on some It's been happening constantly because closers in baseball, for example, are nothing like they used to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that you're a youngster, but you still might even be. You, you were around when, uh, you know, Mariano Rivera was. Uh, clo- well, for the Yankees. When the guy used to come in closing, you just know you won the game. Won. He's not giving up. These, these guys here give up four or five runs that are supposed to be, you know, closers. Yeah. So dealing with a guy like myself – to help a person like that, you bet the first five innings. Mm. You know, if you would have bet that same team for the first five innings, you would have won. Yeah. But you had it for the entire game. Other team came back and you got blasted. And do you feel like it's easier to bet on regular season games or playoffs? Uh, all year long. Regular season games, you know, you, you, you can find a lot of information. You know, and, and what nobody, you know, people look at a game sheet, it only gives you so much information. Right. You're not going to get pitcher-umpire matchup, pitcher-player matchup, you know, does this umpire call strikes? Is it indoor, outdoor? Does he favor the home team? Does he favor the away team? Mm. I mean, who runs baseball? The, the, the umpires, right? That guy behind home plate. Yeah, they have all the control, right? 100%. So, you know, I mean, not 100%, but it's just stuff to give you the edge. And I just want to make something clear, you know, like there's no such thing as a fixed game. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys call, I know a guy that knows a guy that knows <laughs> another guy. That guy don't know how to do shit. Yeah. Tell him to come wash my Rolls Royce. That's what he can do. So you don't think any games are rigged? No. but I, I mean, now that I didn't say. Uh, NFL is definitely for entertainment purposes only. You're really? wrong. Uh, did you not see the, the game last night? Which game? Uh, Eagles? No. Oh, okay. Who won? Uh, Eagles won by six, but the spread was six. Mm. And uh, just the way they let him come down and score, the guy was in the – I mean, they're on the 25-yard line. The guy's in the end zone. There's not another defender within 30 feet from him. Wow. Boom, touchdown, lands right on the number. <laughs> so, yes, I will say, on record, a lot of these NFL games, certain NFL games, uh, yeah, there's something to it. Wow. And, you, you know, and I've been caught on the wrong side on those. I've also been on, on the right side. But, you know, there are certain teams you just got to, you know, you got to look out for. Yeah, whenever there's a lot of money involved, you know, you never know. If you see the NFL breakdown, it says right on there, for entertainment purposes Does it? only. Oh, wow. Now, what the f- is the difference between that and WWE? I mean, it's for entertainment purposes only, isn't it? <laughs> I can tell you this. They didn't make any money off Kansas City winning the Super Bowl, so you can bet your life they're not winning again. Why didn't they make money? Well, they've already won it. All their people already had their endorsements. Their teams were doing what they do. They're looking for new money, mm. you know? So, so they like when new teams win. 100%. And, and if you've noticed over the years, which is a crazy thing, um, I can name you at least 10 you know, different situations where when a tragedy happens in that city, yeah. that team wins. I can give you a tragedy in, in several different occasions from Hurricane Katrina. I mean, it just it goes from 9-11 to, to Hurricane. I mean, it just goes mm. down the line. It'll blow your mind. So a lot of it is almost like storytelling then, painting a picture. It is. It's not all like that, but it's definitely certain games in the NFL manipulated. College, no. College, they're, they're out there to grind, get it done, and do, you know, Make the NFL. Yeah. 
how do you deal with all these haters, man? Because your industry gets the most I've ever seen. Dude, my industry has the most hate in the world. It's just absolutely disgusting. Everybody's putting each other down. Everybody's saying this. Everybody's saying that. I just, I don't pay any attention to it. One thing about me is I don't even run my social media. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I have a, I have a, a, a team run it for, for that exact reason. Because, right. you know, I, even though I'm older now, I am a kid from the streets. And, uh, you know, you, you send me a DM that says, your daughter or you and this, that and the other, you know, uh, I'm liable to look up your address and come to your house, but I stay out. Of it. <laughs> I don't, I am not doing any of that. Yeah. I don't want to do that, but that's the feeling that I take. So that's why I'm actually not allowed to DM and, and run my social media. So you used to talk back to people when oh, you ran absolutely. <laughs> Tell your girl to eat a dick and then come wash my car. You know what I mean? And not to mention, bro. I mean, it's, it's part of the game. I mean, it's casualty is a war. When you get a TV show on CNBC on primetime and you're doing your thing and it is what it is. And plus, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't doing. Yeah, for sure. So you can hate all you want. But uh, at the end of the day, you better congratulate because I'm getting it done. Hell yeah. You ever bet on any weird sports like ping pong, tennis or anything or you keep it mainstream? Yeah, I keep it mainstream. Like, uh, we, you know, soccer, believe it or not, is the biggest sport bet in the yeah. entire world. And I haven't. With, with soccer either but you know college college basketball college football nfl hockey baseball mm-hmm. you know nba yeah you know and there's some nba games that'll blow your mind too you know seen some weird stuff in the nba for sure 100 <laughs> percent. well the difference of nba is you know you got players a, a lot of stuff can happen in the nba yeah and, and that's a key thing like you know i was telling you off the air you never want to bet a game the day before especially in nba really domestic violence uh car wrecks uh, there's so many things that can happen. These yeah. guys are smoking f-ing other people's f-ing, and you know, a lot, a lot comes with that. Yeah. So you bet day of, yeah. I mean, you, you're, you got a girlfriend that you love your entire life. Uh, and you got an NBA player at the, at the bar with 50 million, your girl starstruck. He f-ing your girl. This dude wants to, mm. it's nothing to the NBA player. It's something to somebody else. I'm not saying that's what it is, but you don't bet the game the day before because several different elements could happen yeah. uh, the, the, the night before. There's someone out there that probably bet on the Grizzlies to win the title. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people bet. That, that's a lot of people, you know, bet futures. I, I don't. I don't really bet futures. I'm looking for the present. I don't, I'm not looking yeah. for a sports book to hold my money for a f-ing, uh, six months. So yeah, it just can, seems like you could put that money to use. Yeah, call a guy like you. Let him knock it out. You yeah. know what I mean, find a little something to turn it into something special. Yeah, because I know Vegas Dave does those long ones, but it's like your money's tied up for six, eight months. Right, and he's also a compulsive liar. I'll give you an example. The one time that he hit for the two million or whatever it was on the baseball World Series, the part that he didn't tell you is he had fifty thousand on eleven other teams. He oh, basically he? bet every fucking team on the fucking board, so he probably broke even, maybe made a couple hundred thousand. Wow! But once to act like he's a kingpin. Yeah, you won that game, but what about the other fucking twenty teams that you bet the same thing on? Yeah, and lost. I wonder if he's made money from betting, like overall. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he, of course. The dude was good at marketing, so of course that he's made money. I'd be lying to you. If it's, it's what's his retention rate? He's not right. holding anybody. Right. It's it's just like hit a lick and bounce. Yeah. You know, one thing about me is I'm looking for not only a, you know a client, but indeed a friend for life. I'm mm. looking for a business relationship. Yeah. That's why, like, when you sign up with my service, you're not getting an email, you're not getting a DM, you're not getting a text. I'm working with you, or one of my guys is working with you on a one-on-one basis. Oh, you're calling? Absolutely. I want. Wow. I mean, we might sign you up digitally. But then we want to build a relationship with you. We don't want any mistakes. We want to talk to you. And that's what separates me from everybody in this business. Yeah, everyone else just puts an email blast out with their picks or like a Telegram group chat or whatever. Well, correct, because you know why? They're, they're salesmen. See, that's, they're not salesmen. That's why this industry has got so big. 
because of digital. Mm -hmm. If there was no such thing as digital, there'd be no handicappers. Yeah. You know, like I was, you know, when I started the game, you know, there was only like four, four people, four rooms doing what I do, right. you know, outbound, getting leads from sports books, you know, creating through advertising, uh, doing a TV show, getting people to call. And then you, you, you grind out the leads. It takes a lot of sales talent to sell air, brother. Yeah, for sure. You got to get a, somebody to believe you. You got to paint a picture in their head, what you're doing. And, you know, not, nobody wakes up looking to buy your product mm -hmm. ever. So it, it, with that said, you got to tell these people how this product is going to benefit you, how this product you need, what, what it's going to do for you, how it's going to help you. You know, I know you didn't wake up this morning looking to purchase this product, but, you know, like I said, let me explain to you why and, what, you know, what you can accomplish for that. Right. So know? how much do you charge? We have different packages. Oh, we have, okay. I, you know, I do promotions as little as $99 for three days. I mean, I'm blessed enough being the biggest in the business where I deal with the biggest sports bettors in the world. Yeah. So me personally, you know, I deal with the guys betting 10, 50, 100, quarter million dollars a game. Damn. And I have my guys in my room deal with, you know, 200, 500,000, $2,000 players. Got it. And what we do is we sell three-day, you know, promotions. And, you know, the whole idea is to start them off with a week of service to build somebody a bankroll. Right. I don't want none of your money. Not, I want the bookies' money. Mm. So one thing about me, you know, if you sign up, let's say you invested $250, you're a $500 player. My goal is to pick you up, you know, $2,000, $2,500 for the week. You know, at a $500 per game, you only need to pick up four units to make $2,000. Right. But let me ask you this. What investment in the world can you invest $250 and get back $2,000 in seven days? I can't think of any. <laughs> there, there's none out there. Yeah. So that's why it's a lucrative business. And when people treat this as a business, like I do, you can see some real good results. Is it possible for bookies to lose money? No. So they make money no matter what? 100%. Yeah. So that's, the, that's the job we should be looking into. <laughs> well, no, well, I mean, like I said, if, if uh, everything went bad for me, I would probably go offshore and own a sports book. But to be honest with you, because of the legalization of sports betting, these Costa Rica and offshore books, they're falling off, bro. They're having to move to video poker, roulette. Really? You know, like you see Drake on, on uh, Instagram playing his roulette video that, so that's that's what they're moving into yeah, they paid him 100 mil i heard i'm sure they did Something but crazy but uh you know i will tell you that's that's how it is so what's your end goal do you want to own a sports book one day never never absolutely not no why uh, no huh why too much work and what what would you what are you gonna move out, out of the country well let's assume it becomes legal it's legal now. Okay. But like I said, in order to be like a FanDuel or a Cantor or a Caesars, you know, Derek Stevens did it at the Circa, and I love him. But uh, uh, due to my record in the past, I can never get a gaming license. I mean, I, you know, so. Because you're winning too much? or No, no, no. Just from what happened to me in uh, the past with telemarketing and having a felony. Oh, uh, they're super Gaming strict. control board don't play. Right. Yeah, no, they don't play games at all. So, um, no, I, I wouldn't want to own a sports book. I'm blessed enough to wear you know, I could retire right now, and, mm. you know, I ain't going to lie, the last, you know, year and a half, I've, I've got pretty lazy, but uh, yeah. this year I'm motivated. I'm getting back on the grind. I'm going to roll for about five more years, and I'm going to call it a day, brother. Yeah. I'm going to pass the baton. A, I've seen you take a little step back, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, 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 got I ain't going to lie to you, Sean. I got lazy. I man. used to see you a little more, man. Come on. <laughs> step it up. Well, I'm here, aren't I? You are. Like I said, so I'm getting back on the grind. I'm doing all sorts of different stuff. You know, I'm going to do the uh, Cameron and Mace, you know, podcast. And nice. That's support them as well. They got a nice little 30 mil for that. But, yeah, I'm going to get back out there. I promise you. I mean, you know as well as I do, I got some great content. But if no one sees it, it don't mean Absolutely. And I know you're working on some big stuff. We can't talk about it. But. No, we can talk about it. You want the Million Dollar Weekend? Yeah. Absolutely. Million Dollar Weekend, my new TV show. People are mad as hell at me because, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I put a little piece of it, and it's been a year since we've come out. But 
What people don't understand is when you have a Netflix deal, I have a 14-episode deal. Mm -hmm. You have to do 14 full episodes, edited the right. whole nine yards before you even it, it comes out. Right. We're and on seven. Each one's an hour? Each one's an hour, which takes a eight, eight, no, eight, eight to ten days for one what? episode. Oh, yeah. For one hour? Major TV production. Absolutely. Man, I'm in the right business podcasting then. No, oh, 100%. <laughs> it was the same with Money Talks. Every episode uh, was ten days. Damn. Yeah. How'd you get started in uh, television with that first show, Money Talks? Uh, well, as you know, you know, I roll with my boy Floyd Mayweather, TMT. We've been boys forever. Mm -hmm. And at the time, you know, I was in the entourage, rolling with him, hanging with him every day. And then uh, I opened up my uh, sports service. And I, I don't know if you know, but my sports service and his gym are right next door to each other. We nice. got the building over there in Chinatown. But uh, they were filming 24-7. Yeah. You know, the show on HBO before the boxers fight, you know, the 24-7 oh, episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Jackson Wynn, Todd Kreitz. Shout out to my boys. We just reunited for this new show. So we're going to make magic once again. Running but, it back. So they were filming Floyd's show. And they're like, who is this white boy next door with the 20 people smoking blunts, smoking weed, Ferraris, Rolls Royces, Lamborghinis in the parking lot? So, and, and the, the truth of the matter is my boy Jackson working for Floyd because, you know, Floyd don't drink, he don't smoke, you yeah. don't want that shit around him at all. So, you know, and these production guys, you know, they want to smoke a little weed. Yeah. So they smelt it over there and he came over to see what was up. Wow. I think he just wanted a couple joints. Ended up kicking it off, being good friends. He's like, man, we got to do a TV show. We got to do a sizzle reel. Damn. And by the way, that sizzle reel was the hottest sizzle reel uh, in Hollywood for three years straight. Because I was crap. signed with William Morris Agency. I still am. Nice. Shout out to my boy, Josh Pyatt. But uh, yeah, I'm signed with William Morris Agency, which, you know, for a guy in my industry is very rare. I've never you got NFL and NBA players that can't even get signed with William Morris. No, I've never heard of a regular guy being signed to WME. Absolutely. So, you know, and I'll tell you right now, Check this out. My first meeting in Hollywood was with Ari Emanuel. Jeez. You know who that is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mike Lombardo from HBO, Steve Levinson, and Mark Wahlberg. Oh, my God. That, that was my first meeting in Hollywood. What was it about? It was about uh, Money Talks. Wow. They We were going to uh, either do a reality show on HBO or we were going to talk about taking my life and script it just like Entourage or Ballers. That's sick. And uh, that's the deal that I really wanted to do. I mean, you get Ari Emanuel, Steve Levinson, Mark Wahlberg, you do whatever they tell you, yeah. you know what I mean? And uh, CNBC came with a deal during that time we were talking. And for my business mm -hmm. to go on CNBC where all the stockbrokers and everybody are who bets, yeah. you know, for my industry, it was the best fit. Yeah, that's nuts. You know, all stockbrokers are betting games, and oh, betting yeah. big, living high, you it's know, doing their audience. thing. <laughs> What was it like kicking it with Floyd? Were you allowed to bet on his fights because you were close with him? Hundred percent. I've been Floyd's with friends. I've been uh, friends with Floyd for twenty eight years. Damn. I rolled with Floyd around the the, the world for years before uh, you know I opened up VIP Sports. And if I wasn't with VIP Sports, I'd have been a millionaire rolling with Floyd to this day. <laughs> I stepped off and did my own thing, wow. but nothing but love for that dude. Love him. It's my boy for life. It's my so family. You saw the whole come up. I, I was there when he drove a blue Lexus. Wow. That's crazy. Rolling, I rolled with him every day. We used to go kick it at the Crazy Horse 2. Like, it was a thing. That, crazy thing is, we go to the Crazy Horse 2, hang out. I'd be drunk. All, everyone around us is f***ed up. And 4 in the morning, he'd run home mm. from the club. Run home. Really? Jog home from the club. Wow. That's about, dedication. About 15, 20 miles. Holy crap. Yeah, that's run, far. We, the cars, all the Rolls Royces, we'd follow him in the car all, all the way to the house. That's nuts. Did you know he was going to be the GOAT, like, early on? Man, I, that dude right there, man, he's uh, pound for pound the best. I mean, yeah, as as I've been around him, I mean, I've, I've been with him 25-plus years, 
you know, sat front row at 20-plus fights. Yeah, the dude is uh, – He's different. He's different. He's a mechanical genius. Yeah. He never gets out of pocket. No. Nine out of so ten fights, you, somebody hits you the wrong way, you're going to get in your feelings, you're going to do something that you shouldn't be doing, and you're going right. to get yourself hurt. He always stays in pocket. Yeah. Best mechanical fighter, defensive fighter. In my mind, the best fighter of all time besides Ali. I mean, the record shows it. Uh, 50 and 0. Yeah. Steve. <laughs> hey, well, like he says, don't hate me. Congratulate me. <laughs> it's been super fun, man. Anything you want to close off with or promote? No, man. I mean, like I said, guys, if you're, if you're betting sports out there and you want to make some money, you can't go guessing. You can't go betting with your heart. If you truly want to make a second income, you want to make six figures betting sports, Hit me up at VIP Sports LV. Over 30 years in the game. Nobody wins games like me. I deal with the biggest sports bettors in the world, and I'd have no problem helping you guys make money in a second income. Let's go. I appreciate you having me by, Sean. I appreciate it, brother. Absolutely, brother. Peace, and see you guys next time.